0: Hey everybody, Chris Hayre with you on a Tuesday edition of the Chargers Training Camp Podcast. Today I go one-on-one with Pro Bowl cornerback Casey Hayward. Hayward opens up about playing in Gus Bradley's defense, the friendly rivalry he has with Phillip Rivers in the offense, and having to compete against Aaron Rodgers and Rivers in practice his whole career. We also had a surprise guest from the offense crash the podcast. Please be joined by Casey Hayward on the Chargers Training Camp Podcast. Casey, how you doing, man?
1: Man, I'm doing good. How about you? Good. How was practice today? It was good, man. Uh, they didn't try to kill us today. They, you know, they made it a little lighter for us. You know, coming off uh, a game Sunday, so it wasn't too bad. I was here with Phillip Rivers
0: from about the same spot last week, and he spoke very glowingly of your training camp thus far. Last year, you led the NFL in interceptions. Your first Pro Bowl. You were on the NFL Top 100 player list. How was this training camp different this year than it was last year for you?
1: For me, uh, it was definitely different because I I came in like knowing how good I was, and but I was coming on being the third corner. So I was like, any opportunity I get, no matter when I'm in, I'm going to just go out there and make the best out of it. And right now, I'm coming in as the number one you know, with me and Jason, while Jason's down. You know, there's it, no certain certainty who, who's number one, but both of us, you know, come off as the number one guy. So when you got two number one guys outside, it's, it's going to be hard on teams. So I just came in here with the same mentality that I normally would and just come in here trying to be the number one guy.
0: You wouldn't be a corner if you didn't have confidence from the beginning anyway, but having that season that you did have, I have to imagine that kind of raises it a little bit more than, than you already had.
1: Uh, a little bit. I. For me, it's pretty much the same. My my off season was the same. You know, I try to work on some of my weaknesses and um just try to be in as good a shape as I can. I go with the same training, I do the same things, you know, I, I do the same extra work I normally do. So for me it's just coming in here with a different mindset. Um I feel like it's maybe build a, a more target on me. You know, people wanna beat you when when people think you're good, so I just try to come in here with the same attitude.
0: Casey, L.A. is full of stars and sports stars. You were greeted by one of them on the first day of training camp at Kobe Bryant. Uh, with the NFL being new to Los Angeles, do you think about the potential platform that you have in Los Angeles, knowing that you're one of the elite corners in the NFL, and, and if you continue to play at an elite level, even more people are going to take notice of what you're doing on the field?
1: Of course you think about it you know, to a degree. L.A. is one of the biggest markets in the United States them in New York so and if anybody that does well in those markets has a chance to do things off the field that other markets don't have so anytime you can do well you know in those markets you got a chance and you know for me it's all about staying healthy and you know trying to play at our level and I let that I let my play speak and then if other things come off the field then great
0: Gus Bradley the new defensive coordinator in what ways are your responsibilities going to be different than they've been in the past?
1: Definitely a um, different scheme than what we normally run, you know, than a lot of teams run. If you watch the the Falcons, Jacksonville or Seattle, that's Gus Bradley's defense. Yep. So, we we'll, we'll be doing some of the, you know, some similar things that those guys do. Uh but we we also, you know, got our own flavor because we different. Everybody got different players. And Coach, you know, Gus done a great job of, you know, utilizing the guys that he have. And, you know, especially the things that we're good at, and he, he's putting that in the game. We're going to play a lot of man, play a lot of couple three. You know, hopefully we can play some other defenses that those guys don't play.
0: The fact that you and Jason are so good playing man, how much more versatile does that make the defense and what you guys can do on Sundays?
1: I think it helps a coordinator when you can just play man. When you can play man, you can you can do so many different things inside the box, call up different coverages. But, you know, I, for me, I think that cover three definitely helps us out. You know, take some stress off us sometimes instead of playing man. It, you know, it can help you out playing some zone behind you. What's the biggest lessons that you've learned from Gus early
0: on in the, in the offseason going into the, the first couple of weeks of training camp? Just, just some advice and just, just
1: his teachings. What's, what's kind of resonated with you? Probably your mindset. You never know. It's never as good as you think, and it. it's never – as bad as you think, yeah. you know. So always coming with a level head every day. No matter no matter the circumstances, he's going to come with a lot of energy, you know. And that rubs off on us. And I'm trying to become, a you know, a better leader. Every level that I play that I've been a captain. So I find a way to lead and become one of those guys. And that's what I'm trying to become. Of course, your partner
0: on the other side is a pro bowler, too. And Jason Verrett, you missed 12 games last year. When both of you were on the field together... Just how good can you guys be in this Gus Bradley system?
1: I think we could be pretty good. Um, like you said, as long as we stay healthy, I think we have a chance to be one of the, the top ten. And when you're one of the top ten, you you help your defense out and you help your team out. For me, it's bigger than trying to be the best corner or being the best duo. It's about winning. And if we can help each other win and be good on the outside and we win, that's what it's about for me.
0: Do you pay attention to
1: that stuff, the, the tandems? You,
0: you look at what, what's going on in Denver with Talib and Harris and Roby and New England with Gilmore and Butler and, and some of these elite corners uh, around the NFL. How much do you pay attention to those guys in, in an effort to, I don't know if it's if it's a motivating thing or um, you know, just kind of how you stack up with the rest of these elite corners in the NFL?
1: Of course you look at those guys, but you kind of worry about yourself. Those guys are good in their own system and their own teams. So you're just trying to worry about yourself because, you know, as football go on throughout the season, you watch those guys, and you you become fans of those guys. So it's not like you're in awe of them or trying to compete with them. You're trying to compete with your team and try to win every game. But you look at those guys and, you know, give those guys respect because those guys are good, and they got good teams. Look at your
0: front four, and it starts up front uh, with Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa, even Brandon Meebane and Legit getting pressure to have – a tandem like Ingram and Bosa up front, it's got to make things a little bit easier for you in the secondary. What, what have you seen from those guys during training camp and really just the, the short time you guys were out on the field together on Sunday?
1: For sure. Uh, we know the ball can't be held too long. With Joey and Melvin, me Bain and Corey getting a lot of pressure, we know the ball got to come out. And so when we bring our blitzes, we know the ball got to come out even faster. So it's like if you can win with a four-man front, get some sacks with a four-man front and get some pressure, you can do different things in the back end. And that's what we're hoping this year, that Corey, me, Bang, uh, Melvin, Joey, and all the rest of those guys can get a lot of pressure for us and hopefully we can cover on the back end or make the quarterback hold the ball longer than expected.
0: One of the things I've enjoyed during camp is, is watching Phillip and you in the secondary uh-huh. <laughs> go, go back and forth. Just health, It's healthy jawing, right, Casey? Yeah. And trading camp. It's healthy. But to go up against this offense every single day in practice with the weapons that they have at wide receiver and tight end and running back and, of course, Phillip. And then you go back to your time in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers and all the guys that you have with Jordy Nelson and Jennings and that whole crew. We're talking about two Hall of Famers, really, in my opinion. Right. How much have you benefited from having guys like that on your team your entire career, really.
1: I know it's kind of crazy, isn't it? T- to go up against two guys like that, going with, starting with A. Rod uh, week in and week out, you know it made me better. You know going against those guys and then come right here and go to field and go against the wide receiver that that we have, it has to make us better going into the season. And I think that was about uh, last year. Um, we had some unfortunate injuries, but those guys were still able to do a lot on offense. So with some of the key guys that they have back. And some of the key guys we have back on defense. We should have a we should have a good team if we can stay healthy and make a lot of plays down the run and win the fourth quarters.
0: How do you compare the intensity with, with Phillip and, and Aaron Rodgers?
1: You know what? Phil Phil might talk a little more than uh Aaron. Yeah. He maybe Sheffield a little bit more? Yeah, Phil might talk a little more. Uh I talk a little more to Phil too, so <laughs> it's like <laughs> we got this competitive juice, man. I'm like, shoot, if I don't talk, somebody else got to talk. And it's just normally be me, Jaleel, or Trey Boston talking. And um, Phil will be, be talking and Kenan will be talking and Nick, their um, coach, be talking. So we just be drawing back. But I'd probably say Phil talk a little more. Well, both of them are just so competitive. They do it so much. They do it different. And uh, whatever gets those guys going, both of those great in their own rights.
0: But that, that raises the intensity in camp, though, yeah, right? No I no mean, doubt. It, it, you guys feed off that energy.
1: Yeah, no doubt. We just, with me and Phil, I, we try to get each other every day. I try to get a ball off him or he try to do something off me. And if he does do something off me, he going to let me know. And if I do, I'm going to let him know. All so right, we're taping this. a
0: battle. It, Casey, we're taping this on a Tuesday. Who won
1: today? I think it was pretty even. 50-50? Yeah, I think it was pretty even. Like I said, it wasn't like a heavy day. It was more of a light day. But um, throughout the throughout the camp, I think defense might be up maybe a day or two ahead of the All offense, right. if I had to stay. Keep the score, right? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Hall of Famers, another one comes to town on Thursday
0: in Drew, Drew Brees, right? Yeah. Joint practices for two days, Thursday and Friday, and then the game on Sunday. How do you guys prepare for a team as a practice opponent, knowing you're going to get three cracks at him throughout the week and then obviously Sunday is the StubHub Center.
1: Man, it's the same as last year. We played them in the regular season last year. I'm pretty sure they're not doing too much things different unless they got a new coordinator, which I'm not sure if they did. But they got the same players, same quarterback. Jabri is so good. I remember facing him when I was in Green Bay, and he torched us, like straight torched us. And last year, you know, we, we held our own against him last year. I think we might have held held him to his – lowest quarterback rating of the season so i'm pretty sure he's gonna be gunning for us just like we'll be gunning for him that's and that's just as a com, you know competitor we just try to go at each other
0: i was talking to eric williams at vspn yesterday and since 2002 philip rivers and drew Brees have started every single game for the chargers with the exception of six. I think it was 234 of 240 games. It's pretty wild that those two guys have been under center for the Chargers for the last 15
1: years. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. And those guys have play, been playing a lot of football. Drew Brees has been playing, doing it for a long time. Phillip been doing it for a long time. Anytime you got longevity like that, you got to potentially, and you've been playing well. You got potential to potentially be a Hall of Famer, and both of those guys are. Going back to last weekend's game, it wasn't the result you guys wanted, but a
0: lot of positives in that first quarter. Of course, on offense, drive right down the field. You get seven. You hold Russell Wilson to three points in that first series. Um, what has the beginning of this week been like in correcting some of those mistakes that happened, especially starting in that second quarter and
1: beyond? Uh, we haven't watched it yet. We'll watch it today, uh, this afternoon. But we know we gotta correct. It's some it's minor things, you know, lining up here, lining up at the right spots. You know, all this is new for us, especially on the defensive end, you know, especially in a game game like setting. Uh definitely different in practice. But I think we'll be able to correct those things. Uh the young guys will do a lot better, the older guys will do a lot better. And I think as a whole, as a defense, I think we'll do a lot better this week coming up.
0: As vets, what do you guys say to the younger guys who may have had, you know, their first taste of the NFL or not not have the experience that you've had. Trey Boston said he wanted to help those guys along this week and try to help them bounce back against the Saints.
1: Well, i say welcome to the NFL. That's how it is. Young guys, when you're playing in the NFL, you got – I tell people after the first game, you're not a rookie anymore, and that's how people treat you because the ball is going to come to you if you're on the DB, and if you're at a wide receiver, guys going to get in your face. You got Melvin Gordon behind you. Yeah, man. What's up, man? <laughs> what's up, Melly? Mel? It's okay. Man, this is Melvin Gordon. It's okay.
0: Melvin, talk to the charges.com. Me- on, hold on. Training is, camp listen, podcast. I, I. I, got, I got
1: something for Melvin. This is Melvin Gordon, one part of the M&M brothers. Yep. Oh, yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah. yeah. Tell me what's up with the, with the M&M thing. How'd that I'm thing start?
1: I'll get 15% now. i am get 15%. I'm, I'm I just want to first start off by saying my Instagram is I am Melvin Gordon, I-I-I. Y'all should follow that most definitely. We'll definitely get that in. Um, Melvin Gordon, (laughs) one part of the M. And the M guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are you, are you the first the M&M M or the show. second M? Man, it don't even matter, man, cause it's whoever making the play. So it's the M&M show, man. Don't bring your popcorn, bring your M and M's, man. The there you oh, go, Chargers field, fans. Man. Stump and up center, bring your MM Sunday. I'm getting 15% of this. 15%. <laughs> Taking pictures with whoever had the M and M's. We were having a good first podcast. First come, first serve. It just got even better. First come. <laughs>
0: Get to m and man. Casey, Los Angeles, how, how has the transition been for you? What have you enjoyed about this city in your in your short time here? I
1: man, I, lo- I love the city. I was out here. I used to come out here all the time. You know, so being out of L.A., you got the good food, you got the good weather. Yep. You got uh, the nice women. So you can't beat any of those things I just named, especially the last. There you go. Is the check? (laughs) We got we
0: got check marks on all the above there. Lastly, Chargers fans in Los Angeles, what do you want them to know about Casey Hayward, both on and off the football field, man?
1: On and off, um, great guy on and off the field, heck of a player. Um, I hope to continue to um, play at a high level for you guys, and um, I do a lot of good things off the field as well. Uh, I got my own foundation. I do a lot of things back home. Tell us about the foundation. Uh, called Hayward Hands, and um, if you just listen to the name, of course, it's my last name. But we put hands in there because we try to touch so many different like things around where I'm from. We do uh, back to school, Thanksgiving, big Thanksgiving um, dinner, uh, Christmas drive, camps, uh, scholarships. This year we did ten thousand scholar ten thousand dollar worth of scholarships. This year to two students, and we just try to do so much things back home because you know growing up. You know, you can wish that people could come back that's successful around your area. And that's what we're trying to do. Where can people go
0: to, to learn more information about your foundation?
1: Uh, you can go to, you can, first you can go to my page. Uh, I got Hayward Hands up right now. But we, we're working on like some of the, you know, the things behind it and uh, updating the website right now. But uh, Hayward Hands, or you can just go to me, go to my page, Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, uh, Showcase. Show underscore Case 29. You can check me out. You will see all my things on there, things that I put up, and um, it'll be all about me.
0: Casey, this was fun, man. We had a little, little cameo from yeah, Melvin.
1: M M&M, and M, brother.
0: M M&M. and M. Well, hey, we will see you throughout the week, and then uh, let, let's get after it against the Saints.
1: My man, thank you. All right, thanks. No problem.
0: Okay, that'll do it for today's Chargers Training Camp Podcast. My thanks to Casey Hayward and Melvin Gordon for joining me, and a reminder that this podcast it's now on iTunes and Google Play. You want to search Chargers Podcast to subscribe, and if you could, please leave a review. And if you want to hear about something or from someone within the Chargers organization on this podcast, give me a shout on Twitter at Chris Hary, C-H-R-I-S-H-A-Y-R-E, and we'll try to make it happen. Until next time, we'll see
1: you soon.